Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining Jewish Daily Stories. Today's story is dedicated to Chaya Rachel Bas Mirim Saramaka on the occasion of her birthday. Happy birthday, Chaya Rachel. If you would like to dedicate a story for any reason, you may do so by emailing us at jewisheducate at gmail.com. Today's story is a most amazing one. It's about looking at the good side, looking at the merit of a person whenever possible. And we're going to learn about somebody who was able to look at the good side of a person and the merit in what they did in an amazing way. It's a story about the tzaddik Rabbi Levi Yitzchak Berdichev. In the town of Berdichev, one particular year at Sukkot, it was almost impossible, in fact it was impossible, to find an esrog for the mitzvah of Lulav and esrog. It was coming closer and closer to Sukkot, and not one esrog could be found. They did have Lulav, they did have Hadassim, they did have Aravos, but an esrog could not be found anywhere. Finally, at the last minute, Baruch Hashem, an esrog was discovered. An esrog was bought, and so now the tzaddik of Levi Yitzchak would have an esrog for the Dalad Minim, for the mitzvah of shaking the lulav of an esrog. And, of course, everyone in the town who didn't have their own would have a chance to also take the uh, lulav and esrog to say a bracha on it and to, and to give it a little shake and fulfill the mitzvah of lulav and esrog of the dalad minim of the four kinds. Well, the shamus of the shul, the caretaker, the person who did the jobs of sweeping up and putting the books back on the shelf and so forth and so on was put in charge of, of Levi Yitzchak's Lulav and Esrog. And the plan was that everybody would have a chance to shake the Lulav and Esrog the next, the next morning when it was actually Sukkot. And first it would be, of course, for Levi Yitzhak himself. And then it would be the important leaders of the town and the important Hasidim and the important Tamid Chachamim the followers of the Rebbe himself and the scholars and the Gevidim, the big wealthy people, and so forth and so on, down to this more simple people and more poor people who would have less status, although they were, may have been wonderful people, but nevertheless, in this type of a lineup, they would be last. And pretty much at the end would be this caretaker in the shul, the person who would take care of different things, although he was in charge of watching the Lulav and Esrog, they had taken care of it. That was his job as a caretaker. He took care of the Rebbe's Lulav and Esrog, but nevertheless, he would probably be the last one or one of the last ones who would have a chance to take the Lulav and Esrog and say the brach on it and do the mitzvah. So it was early in the morning, the first day of Sukkot, and and the caretaker thought to himself, wait a minute, why should I be last or close to last? You know, 
no one's going to really realize or know if I just quickly take the little of an S-stroke and uh, say a bracha and give a little shake or put it right back where it belongs and uh, no one will know and I won't have to wait around so long for the mitzvah. So he did, he took it, but he was kind of nervous because he wasn't really supposed to do this and he was kind of in a rush and as he was about to shake the lulav and estrog, it suddenly dropped from his hand. The estrog slipped out of his hand and fell on the floor right on the pitom, right on the stem. On this particular type of estrog, there was a kind of a, 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 a stem that stuck out. And if it is that type of a stem and it gets broken, then we may not use that estrog for the bracha. We cannot say a bracha on such an estrog. And that's exactly what happened. The estrog was now puzzle. It was not good to say the bracha. It was not kosher anymore. And now not only would the caretaker not be able to say a bracha on it, but Reb Levi Yitzchak Abedichev would not be able to say a bracha on it, and nobody would be able to say a bracha on it. And no one would have this chus, the merit of doing the mitzvah, a little bit of that year. Now, of course, the poor caretaker felt terrible. He felt so guilty. He felt so sad. He felt so upset with himself. After all, he himself had ruined it for everybody. And he thought, oh no, I have to go into Rebbe Yitzchak and confess what I did. It's going to be terrible. He's going to probably yell at me. And he did. He went in, knocked on the door, went in, said, Rebbe, I'm so sorry. This is what happened. And he began to cry and cry and say how terrible he felt. But, but Reb Levi Yitzchak Berdichev did not say anything back to him. Reb Levi Yitzchak simply turned his face up towards heaven. And he said, Rabboni Shalayla, master of the universe. Look at how much your people care about a mitzvah. Look at how precious the mitzvahs is, are to your Jewish people. This caretaker cares so much about the mitzvah that he is crying and upset because now he and us will not be able to do the mitzvah. What a precious nation the Jewish people are. Well, this story teaches us a very important lesson. And that is to try, whenever we can, to look at the good side of a person, to find zchus, to find merit in what they do. Even if it's so obvious that they did something that was not a good thing, but to try as much as possible to find a good side of it. And this kind of attitude towards another Jewish person, to always try to look on the good side of that person, to always try to find merit for that person, this will certainly bring Mashiach so much quicker. Because this way, Hashem will find more merit in us. If we are finding more merit in His children, then He, our Father, will certainly find more merit in all of us and bring the Geula as quickly as possible. Thank you for joining.
Jewish daily stories. Have a wonderful day. Hatzlacha Rabbah. Great success.